In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Hey, if you're one of our faithful followers and subscriber of this podcast, first of all, I want to say thank you. But second of all, I want to say you may be wondering, hey, I follow men in the arena, but what's my best play? How can I live out in a long-term way my best version? Today, we're going to answer that question for you. Welcome to the show. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos, your guide and host of today's number one podcast for Christian men, guiding you to your best version in the stress bubble of life and beyond. Before we get into the content of this episode, which you're going to love, want to talk to you about a hero story. Again, guys, we are collecting 365 hero stories this year. When you shoot us your hero story, we want to send you a special gift just to say thank you. And this is number 82. It comes from Jason way over in South Carolina. And he says, last year I sought out a podcast that would encourage my faith and edify my mind and spirit. And wow, God came through with men in the arena. I find myself not nodding my head in agreement, shouting amen to episodes like Calm Parenting, Quit or Finish Strong, Her Body, Our Choice, and Using Your Masculine Strengths to Change the World. My 12-year-old son listens to your podcast when we drive daily in the car, and he knows not to touch the dial. So thank you for all you're doing. Hey, thank you, man, for being a champion and a hero in your story. Hey, shoot us your physical address. We'd love to send you some. Uh, we'd love to send you a special gift just to say thank you, guys. This episode is sponsored by Juniper Mountain Trading Post, where they roast coffee for those loyal to the lost way of life, those that never back down in the face of adversity, the ones whose word is their bond, where a firm handshake is a done deal, where people see the value in a hard day's work. Grown in Panama, but roasted in America using only American-made products and equipment, they look forward to earning a spot in your daily cup of joe. Guys, just head on over to junipermountaintradingpost.com to place your order and enter the word ARENA at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. You will not be disappointed. 
Hey guys, stay tuned to the end of this podcast for our man law. And thank you for making this Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men. Hey guys, I'm excited to bring my friend Jay Penton on today. Jay lives in Prattville, Alabama with his beautiful wife of 27 years, Dana. Uh, they have two adult children. Jay served seven years active duty army and another 13 years in the National Guard. He went on to become a state trooper where he served there until his recent retirement as an Alabama state trooper. And Jay has been a men in the arena national team leader for several years. And I'm excited to announce that as of June 1st, Jay is our the newest addition to our Men in the Arena team as our global outreach director. His mission is to develop <laughs> his mission is to develop relationships with local churches around the world, first responders, active military, and missionaries in underdeveloped nations. The bottom line is Jay's job is to start teams globally. So I'm excited to get my friend Jay Penton on the on the line here. Jay, how you doing, man? Just fine. How are you, Jim? Good. I, I bet you were aggrieved a little bit when I made you uh, cover up that window with that Alabama flag, huh? <laughs> that was the first thing I grabbed. I know we're, we're probably going to lose our Auburn fans, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, hey, man, it's good to have you on. Hey, why don't you take a minute so our guys can get to know you a little better. Tell us a little bit about your story, uh, your men's ministry experience, and how God led you to Men in the Arena. Okay, so uh, I've been in men's ministry now for about 12, 13 years. Um, I, I've been really active in my, I was really active in my church for 16 years. Uh, the last 16 years, God called me to be a deacon in my church. And uh, that was at this little church called Boone's Chapel, and which turned into a huge church out in the county. Yeah. And um, I served there as a deacon for a number of years until God called me to be a, to called me to, to a more active role in ministry. And uh, uh, 12 years ago, he called me into ministry and I became a, a men's minister. And uh, I served as men's minister at Boone's Chapel for 12 years. Uh, and in the, the men's ministry in our church, God just really blessed our men's ministry. We had several small groups. We had a large group of men that were involved in small group studies and getting more active in their church, which is one of the things I think is important is that we as men realize what God is calling us to mm -hmm. and that we move toward that call whenever uh, we think he's, when we, when we hear his call. And um, so in keeping with that, what ended up happening to me this year was uh, I had a pastor uh, come to me and ask me for help at his church. Well, that help turned into now I am a men's pastor at that church. So I've just recently started as a men's pastor at Prattmont Baptist Church. And and um, the guys that I, I led in small group and in men's group at Boone's Chapel, they have moved in to fill that gap now. I think that's what we do as men too. I think we train other men to to do the work that God has called them to do. And then we've got to move out of the way and let them do it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's what's happened here recently. And I've really started that. That's something God has taught me in the last years, man, you got to let these other guys come in and take over. We're, we're ultimately training someone else to take our place. And, uh, but that's a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing because that's the way God works. And, and he always brings other men in to fill in the, to do his work uh, uh, as he as he moves through ministry, moves up moves us through ministry. I think. Yeah, and you've got some great guys over there that are actually your best. You left uh, several of your best friends 
over there. And so, uh, yeah. So, and your role at this new church is actually a volunteer role, correct? That's, that's right. I'm, uh, so I'm volunteering at this time right now in ministry. As a matter of fact, I was just with my pastor this morning and, uh, we were, we were discussing things and how we're going to do things. Uh, one of the things we're about to do is next, uh, we're, we're it's summertime, so we're starting vacation Bible school. So I'm volunteering with a vacation Bible school. As soon as we get through with that, I'm going to go do a ministry up in North, uh, go do a missionary trip up in North Alabama with Carpenters for Christ. And I'm going with some of the guys from that church there. And, and, uh, we're just, it's just exciting to see what God's doing. And, it's exciting when he moves you into another phase of ministry. It's just yeah, it's, it's really yeah. So you're kind of a missionary over there because you're full time. You're going to be a full time employee with Men in the Arena, and your right. church thing is something you're doing as like a volunteer thing. So all these things you're talking about, these sound exhausting, but that's your that's your like side hustle. That's your ministry yeah. beyond what you're getting paid to do. Which which every man is a minister, right? And every man should have a ministry. So uh, that's what we're trying to say. And you've modeled it very well. Why don't you tell them how you and I met? Because that was a that yeah. was an interesting situation, in my opinion. So it was uh, right at the beginning of COVID, and um, man, we had shut down a lot of things at my church. I'm a, I was, a, I'm a, I was a still a state trooper at the time, and uh, I was running uh, the DUI enforcement program for the whole state of Alabama, and uh, and I would go to work every day because I was still considered an essential employee, and I would go to work and I would sit in my office and plan for what we were going to do when. Everybody finally came back to work, you know. Yeah, and uh, and it was just really, and at the same time, it was it, it's just really difficult ministry. A lot of pastors at that time are talking to a camera just like we are now, and and it's just so much different from having that proximity with because yeah. uh, you know this is good stuff right here. And when we do these virtual teams and uh, these virtual groups, man, that's great. It's good stuff, but. Man, nothing beats out beats being able to reach out and touch a guy or touch somebody. Yeah, when yeah. You're talking to him, you really need that proximity. God wants us to work in groups, I think. And uh, but but anyway, at that time, I was uh, really searching for something and how I was going to do things. And I had started listening to the podcast, and and a buddy of mine, Dan Smoker, said, "Man, you know they got a whole Facebook forum on here." And uh, I started looking at that, and I'll I'll never guess it. Man, this is a whole here's a whole bunch of guys we can start praying for, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was just really neat. And, and, and then somehow I got on the mailing list for uh, men in the arena through that process. And, and you sent me an invite to come to a prayer team, online prayer team. And I remember sitting in my office at, uh, at work and, um, and, and sitting there with all those guys, just a screen full of guys. I'd never done that before. And, uh, and I was sitting there with that screen full of guys on there. And I just remember going down on my knees at my desk uh, in in the Alabama State Trooper Headquarters building. That's where my <laughs> office was. And um, and just being able to pray with all you guys. And just I just look forward to that every Monday. Remember, that's when we used to do that, Jim, yeah. every Monday morning. And, man, I so look forward to that every Monday. I was It was all you guys on the West Coast, so y'all were two hours behind me. Yeah, so it'd almost be close to lunch, and uh, but it was it was just a great great time. And from that, you and I became friends. Uh, uh, I invited I, so for you guys that are watching, Jim came to my church at Boone's Chapel, 
uh, we had a shrimp boil there. We used to always do a, we've always done a shrimp boil every year. And Jim came and spoke at that. And, um, we became instant friends. He stayed here at my house with me and, and, uh, the, the rest of it is history, I guess, is what you say. Isn't it? Well, just, I would, I would I, yeah. continue to grow in our friendship and <laughs> in our brotherhood. So. I, I would only add that uh, we did a shrimp boil here in Oregon because of that event, and I actually <laughs> liked it better. But I did order uh, about 20 pounds of Kaneka sausage right from Alabama straight to Oregon, and the Oregon boys loved it. Uh, although although we're in Oregon though, so we use shrimp instead of crawdads. So a little bit yeah. more meat, a little easier access. So you know, it's really funny, Jay. Maybe uh, you know we started that prayer group in response to COVID, and that because of that group, when we I track the explosion of men in the arena, I can track it back to that prayer group. That group of 12, 14 guys really led to something special with men in the arena, and we probably should start doing that again. That really there is was really, <laughs> I'll tell you, there was some, those are some men of God in that prayer group. That was, uh, there was some, yeah. there was a lot of crying out to God going on there. So. Yeah. I, I wrote that down on my yellow notepad here. That might be something we need to institute in the fall. Um, but that, that was a very powerful time. So, well, so what is it about men in the arena that attracted you? Cause you were in men, men's ministry for a decade. You're very, very strong and connected to your denomination and you're also connected to multiple other denominations what stood out like what was it about our vision that stood out to you that that drew you to us well i think it's you know we we talk about being men of integrity so much don't we we talk about that and about uh but we it's sometimes it's, it just seems like that that we kind of just talk about it we need to be we need to be the guy that I don't know, picks up the piece of paper when nobody's looking, you know, Yeah. we don't expect it. And so many times, you know, that we've got some, we've got some guys that are just constantly looking. They look for attention. The reason they do things at church or in their community is they're constantly looking behind them to see if somebody's looking oh, at them, yeah. make sure they're seen. And man, it's not about that. It nope. is, it is not about me. It's not about you. It's about God and being able to do his work and 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 serve him and that's what's uh, what that's what it means to be a man of integrity that's what it means to be a man who rejects apathy and passivity uh that's what it means to be a man who is uh radically changed and pursues christ passionately that's what we're talking about yeah and uh and long as i'm that guy and, and i just and what I saw with, with men in the arena ministry, that's the things we talk about. We don't talk about like we want everybody to, 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 to wear the hat. We've got hats, but we're not about everybody getting the hat. Yeah, for sure. Or something like that. And I was telling somebody the other day that uh, I was going, I, I was wearing a t-shirt that had the name of uh, one of the, one of my buddies that runs a men's ministry had his name on there. And he says, I guess you're going to have to get rid of those T-shirts now that you're going to be working with men in the arena. I said, it's not about that. No. It's about serving God where you're at. And if I can do it through men in the arena, if I can do it through uh, Element 26, that was the that was the shirt I had on, said Element yeah. 26. You know, whatever I can do it through, if, if God is leading me to that, if he's doing it through Boone's Men, which is what we call our men's our men's ministry at Boone's Chapel, and we're calling it Prattmont Men at the new church, real 
creative team work there, you know, a real creative <laughs> system there, what you call those things. But ultimately it's not about those, 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 those men and about those churches. It's about men who serve God. That's the, that's what, that's what it's about. Well, and that's what I yeah. see a lot of men in the arena. And that's what I think is great. And uh, that's why I guess I'm drawn to you. I'm drawn to men who, who are drawn to God is what it seems like to me. And, uh, and, I like guys who hold me accountable and are good with me holding them accountable. Yeah, for sure. The most important thing for me really is that you hold me accountable. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting, Jay. So uh, one of our values, this is a written down strategic value is to form diverse partnerships with, with Christian men around the planet. And so our, what we really have a passion for is taking these partnerships and highlighting these guys. I have a guy in North Carolina just reached out to me. He's running an organization and his boss, a Reggie Campbell passed away like three years ago. He said, man, you're selling more books for us than anybody else through the podcast. And so that's yeah. what our, our role, our goal is to highlight these guys, put them on display and say, Hey man, you were all on the same team. So let's highlight these guys because we know that if we highlight them and we celebrate them, then God will reciprocate that to us. I mean, that's not why we do it. We just do it because we're kingdom dies, but God loves that kingdom mindset. And so we aren't intimidated. We, you know, we want to partner with groups like Iron Sharpens Iron or Promise Keepers or or Element 26 or doesn't matter. We want to put, we want to partner with those I'm guys. In. Yeah, well, what Brad Montman? Yeah, we want to put him on display. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's that's our that's really our heartbeat. And for us to be a ministry that wants to reach men globally, we have to look beyond the competition of that guy or that guy. And we need to realize, hey, wait, we all serve Jesus. I guess that puts us on the same team, different mm -hmm. positions, right? But same team. So you and I would probably be linemen guys or something. But anyway, but uh, yeah, but so 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 Jay, so tell us about this. So we put you in this new role. I joke about it because you're the global outreach director, but we just have to call you the OD because we don't want to call you the GOD. Uh, <laughs> we might have to come up with a different name, but but tell us what you think and what you understand about this position. Today is actually your very first day. Today we're recording this right. June 1st, and this is Jay's, his anniversary. His, his one-day anniversary. So, Jay, uh, first of all, welcome to the team. Super excited. Our board is super excited about you. Uh, what is it about uh, – What what is the role on this team as you understand it? So, as I understand it, so th there, are certain, um, go there are certain goals that the ministry, men in the arena, wants to accomplish. And one of the areas they – is it okay to say lacking? That's been yeah, lacking. one of our biggest gaps – our biggest one of gap. the biggest gaps that uh, over the years has been this this area of reaching out to uh, this area of reaching out to to men who are uh, active military these men who are in uh, first responders men who are missionaries in foreign country and men who are in uh, third world countries or um, uh, thir third world or poor countries we we're, we want to supply. Uh, them with curriculum. We want to supply them with materials that will aid them in men's ministry. Uh, and we want to supply that to them for free. And uh, the way we do that is electronically. So part of my job is going to be to reach out to these areas. One area, I'll tell you what I've already done was yesterday I made an appointment with the director of the uh, Fellowship of Christ Christian Peace Officers. Awesome. I've actually been a member of that organization for years. I'm I'm going to have a sit down with the director of that organization 
in July, and we're going to talk about how we can start implementing. And when I talked to him yesterday, he was so excited about being able to use our material for discipling police officers. And they have chapters all over the United States, and uh, this will be a this will be a, 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 this will be material that they'll be able to use. And uh, we're also going to be we're also going to start reaching out to chaplain agencies that uh, that uh, chaplain organizations that uh, assist fire firefighters, uh, assist uh, police departments across the United States. We're going to start reaching out to them and seeing how we can help them. Uh, to to forward this forward the the message of Christ to to these people who are to to these guys who are involved in um, fi- that are firefighters that are police officers because I tell you that's a tough group to to reach yeah uh, I'm going to be talking to some chaplains I've already made appointments with uh, uh, some Air Force chaplains to sit down and talk with them how we can start implementing material our our literature through them and uh, to to assist airmen. We're going through that. I'm going to try and make contacts. I was in, I'm a retired army soldier and uh, I'm going to be talking to a lot of the chaplains that I know that still serve. And we're going to see how we can assist that and maybe start teams uh, in both the, the air force, the army, the Marine Corps, any of these branches that we can reach out to. And, uh, and, and also my, what's great. This is why I just know that it's the center of God's will. For me to be at the church I'm at now, the pastor I now serve, uh, he is Pete Chadwick. He is he is really into mission work, and uh, he came back from uh, a mission project in Columbia and told me he says, "Man, those guys down there want to have a men's conference. How can we do that? Uh, a men's conference in Columbia, in another country. These guys want to get together as men." And they want to start groups. So, see, we will also be able to assist them in that by providing curriculum and training material for them to just further God's message to these other countries. It, it's just outstanding. It, uh, there, there was a pastor I heard once, Jim, that said, "said you can't see it till you see it." Yeah, <laughs> talking about vision. Yep. And and I'm telling you, I can I can see it. I, I well, and we've it. and, and I, Jay, so I get I get about once every week or so. I get a, a, a personal message from a pastor in Af- the continent of Africa saying, "Come to a conference." These guys are like begging us, right? They're saying, "Hey, if you can just get here, we'll take care of you." But just you know, you we're not getting paid for this. Like, just come, just come. So that's an open door. So you know, yeah, we want we. I don't. That, this is something the guys don't realize. We give our rele- our electronic resources. I'm talking about our curriculum resources. We give them away to active military first responders, uh, men in underdeveloped nations. I mean, you know, uh, 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 this is something that we're passionate about. But the but your primary your so your yep. secondary role is to start teams with our free resources to these people groups. But your primary role is going to take a little bit more work. Can you ex- explain what your primary role is? So another thing I'll be doing is working with churches, and I've already been doing that for the last year. I retired January was a year ago. So I've been kind of doing my own thing and doing my own little ministry work uh, as far as going to churches and helping them. They'll just, I have guys, I have pastors and guys from churches call me and say, man, we, we just, re- we just really need some help mm-hmm. in how to build our men's ministry. And, um, and what I do lots of times is I go to them, I say, well, look, I, I'll tell you, I beat my head against the wall for five to seven years about how to do this. And, and I said, and finally, I, I just decided to just let God, just let God handle it. 
and quit trying to figure it all out. And um, so one of the things I'll be doing also is trying to start teams in other churches. Uh, I'll be going and visiting other churches, maybe even do Zoom calls and and kind of coaching those, those guys along on mm-hmm. how the, how they can begin their ministry. I'll tell you this. One thing I'll tell you right now. I think the way we really fail in men's ministry one time, lots of times at the, at the church level is we, we basically perform what I would call and what some other ministers call too is a, an events based ministry. Yeah, for and sure. You know what? You can't have for men, you cannot have a breakfast every six months and expect the men's ministry to just take off and guys to start doing something. You've got to have a plan. And, uh, and, and I think Jesus did this. I think he had a plan for the way he did his ministry. I think when we oh, look at sure. Paul and his ministry, there was a plan involved and, and, the, and it all incorporated in the vision that God that had, had God had given them. And, and I'll tell you, I don't, I don't read in the Bible anywhere where they just, cook some sausage and eggs on a Sunday morning once every six months said, all right, man, well, that's, we got a men's ministry. And, and you know, that's not what it is. Events are part of that, but you got to have follow through. You got to have somebody who is willing to invest in these men. The, you got men who are willing to invest. You got to have men that are willing to invest in other men. You know what men's ministry is? Men's ministry is two guys coming together and doing life. That's yeah. what it is. And, and 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 I think we try to plan it to be this big, big thing. And and you know when you go to a men's conference and there's no follow up after the men's conference, uh, you, you know you're you're not doing it right. Well, and you know, and, some and you know, way of getting them involved with the church, yeah, get involved into a group of other guys that are dealing with things, and they just deal with them together. Well, and you know, I'm taking the month off here in the next couple of weeks. We're pre-recording all of these episodes so that we aren't repurposing anything this summer. Everything's going to be fresh and new, and we're doing uh, multiple equipping episodes throughout the weeks and uh, have a couple interview episodes. Yours is going to be released in three weeks. But, you know, I'm writing this book called The Men's Ministry uh, Men's Ministry Playbook, and it's right. going to be one year's worth of curriculum, and it's going to tell guys, hey, here's how you run a men's ministry. I'm basing off of uh, you, how you've done it, how I've done it, how others have done it. And the core of a men's ministry uh, t- uh, ministry of a church is first of all your leadership team of four, three, four, five guys, and the second thing is the small group. So you got yeah. your men's ministry team planning these things, but then you've got a small group of guys meeting together, shoulder to shoulder. So it doesn't start with events; it actually starts on the opposite of events. It starts with these these core individuals that make this team run. And so another thing that that I really um, love about our stuff is our stuff is not generic. In other words, you're not going to, you're not, a woman would hate our material. I would hate Beth Moore's material, right? Because she's targeting women. Men men would hate, you know, women would hate our material because we focus on men's. We don't say read your Bible and pray because a woman should do that. We try to take issues and deal with stuff that guys are specifically working through and really, really care deeply about. And so um, I'm excited about that part of it. So, so talk to us about, so you've come on, you're retired, so you've got some retirement stuff happening. How is your position being funded? Let's talk, people love talking about money. So let's talk about money. How's your position being funded? Well, first off, I'm going to tell you this. I think that anytime God calls you to do something, it, 
the first step is obedience. Yeah, right? for sure. I think we kind of overthink it and say, well, how am I going to get paid for that? How am I going to do this? How is that going to, how is this going to work? First step is obedience. I, I, we we just need, when God is, when God moves into action, we can read that in Joshua, right? When God moves into action, you follow. When God moved in to, to cut off the, the, the River Jordan and it started backing up, what moved out into the water before it backed up? The mm -hmm. Ark of the Covenant. Mm -hmm. That's the seed of God. And then what happened is the Ark of the Covenant moved across. The people followed. That means when God moves into action, we follow God. Yeah. We we just move into action with Him. And um, and and so I think that long as we're doing that, long as we're being obedient, that He's going to take care of the rest. So how is this being funded? Well. I, <laughs> It, it, it's being funded by do donations. You know, yeah. I, had, I had a preacher, I heard a preacher say a long time ago, said that everybody thinks God is calling them to hand out Bibles in Honduras when he may be just calling you to pay the light bill at the church. <laughs> and, and, and some, and you know yeah. what? They're both just as important yeah. because somebody's got to do both of those things. And you know what? what maybe, maybe the a person listening to this, they don't know, maybe, they're thinking, yeah, I think that's great. Starting new teams, starting virtual teams, starting personal teams at churches, uh, getting getting uh, military and first responders involved in this this ministry. That's great. Maybe they can't. Maybe the person listening to us talk about that right now. Maybe they can't do that. Maybe they're not in the position to where they can step out and do that. But you know what they can do? They can help support it. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the ways we do that, and we're going to be doing this, is. Is uh, the, the, is we're going to be looking for donations, and we're going to be looking for people that can support this ministry monetarily, and 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 that's and you know what? That's just as important as handing out Bibles in Honduras mm -hmm. because because somebody's got to buy the Bibles, and um, yeah. and sometimes we don't like to talk about things like that, but you know what? I think I think it's important for us to do that uh, that, that we think about those things because. It's important that we support God's ministry uh, the best way we can. Well, another thing, too, and I learned this about five years ago in Philippians chapter 4, towards the end of the chapter, Paul says, hey, you gave me, when I was in Macedonia, you gave me more than one gift. Not that I needed the gift, but I wanted it to credit to your account. You know, and my wife and I support about seven different organizations, of course, involving, including, of course, our local church. And we cheer those organizations and those people on. We're in their corner because we are getting the dividends of what they're building in the kingdom, right? So so they're doing the work. We're helping fund it. But we're receiving a dividend, an eternal dividend for that. And so that's that's that gives me a, a boldness. But we're not here to talk about money, but I would say... Uh, we've got uh, half your money raised, and then we've got uh, we've never had a, a sponsor of this podcast, and we have a uh, uh, we do have a, a, a trash. Uh, I'm sorry, Juniper Mountain Trading Post is a coffee company who is now sponsoring our podcast, and uh, that is in part going to fund your position, and we're super excited about that partnership. But God's already putting it together, man. So, uh, and I know you're going to fund it partially with a with a men's ministry conference in your area, and there's some cool things going on. But that's cool, man. I, I'm excited to see what God is doing to to put that together because God always equips those He calls. That's right. So I'm not stressed out about it. He's taking care of us from day one. Even when our house is in foreclosure, he always comes through, and at least he always has for me. So <laughs> I'm going to step out in faith. And so, hey, Jay, here's a question I haven't asked you. But, you know, when you when you look at, you know, uh, local churches, 
uh, you know, uh, men's ministry leaders, missionaries and pastors in underdeveloped nations, active military and uh, first responders. I mean, honestly, even thinking about guys in prisons, I've got a lot of guys reaching out to me about prison stuff. When you when you think of all these potential teams, do you have a, a number in your head for next year? You know, by the end of 2023, so start of the fall, this fall, is there a number in your head that you'd like to see as far as teams started? I, I would like to see at least 20 teams started. Yeah. At least 20. Uh, I think I think God's going to blow that out of the water, actually. But uh, I think, you know, me being, being conservative, Jay, I want to see 20 teams started. But uh, I, I really think God's going to do a little more than that. And, um, and, but it's going to take, it's, it's going to take guys, it's going to take guys that are willing to commit. It's going to take guys that are willing to, um, co- commit to the ministry that are uh, willing to commit to God's ministry, you know, cause we like to call these our ministries, but it's not our ministries. It's God's yeah. ministry, right? He, he can do it all by himself. He doesn't need us. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I told somebody the other day, pastors come and go, but the church has still been alive for over 2000 years. You yep. know, and, and 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 I I but I would conservatively like to have a goal of having at least twenty more teams. But I think God's going to blow that out of the water. Well, and the hard part, my number in my brain is a hundred. But the hard part is, but I mean, I'm 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 a lot less conservative. But yeah. Maybe we'll find a number in the middle. But the hard part is you're starting essentially starting your teams in the fall. So really, you only have a couple months before the end of the year. So if we were to track this thing over the course of the 2023-2024 ministry year, you know there, that number is going to explode beyond that. So now I know right now we've got guys listening here that are they've already got teams going. They may not be using our material, which is fine, or they are using our material. But you know it's it can be lonely out there. You know doing men's ministry. I, you know a lot of times you feel like you're the only guy out there. A lot of these guys are in small churches and don't have a very large team. The team may be them and their wives, maybe their Labrador retriever, you know, and these guys are going, Hey man, I need some support. What, what do we have for these team leaders? And I, and I guess, you know, even though uh, we are our own ministry, we are kingdom minded. So I guess, you know, for me, if a guy were to say, well, I'm doing a wild heart group, can I be a part of this? I, I would always say yes to that. So what resource do we have uh, that that you we've had this for a couple years now, and you're going to be in charge of this from here on out. What resource do we have so a, a ministry leader can get support? Okay, so uh, one resource we have is you can get with me. Uh, you can you can go to our website at menintheArena.org, and um, there's a there's a link there called Join a Team. You can go there. You can also email me directly at j at meninthearena.org and um and we can discuss uh what what some things are that you need or if you need some coaching on how to start that but as far as materials go we have uh we, we have uh the strongman series study guide it's five books and um those are and those are written by jim and they uh there's different books there's one that there's 10 uh there's 10 sessions in each book and um, I've gone through this book, led led teams through it. As a matter of fact, we started um, we started going through these books at, at my church at Boone's Chapel back a few years ago, and um, all of our groups went through them. They were great. And then what ended up, I'll tell you what ended up happening that I thought was cool. 
one of the guys that was leading uh, teenage boys in a group, he asked me, he says, hey, Jay, do you think that would be good to use with teenage boys? I said, man, I think it'd be great. And he started uh, he started using using the curriculum for them. But this is book two. It looks kind of like this, but th there's a book one also. This was his own fighting apathy. And uh, but but all of these books, they they go through uh, a different it, it's 10 sessions in each book. There's a there's a devotional for each day in between sessions, too, for the guys. It's meant to be used for a weekly Bible study group, men's men's group. And, uh, and so we have that available. Uh, we we have some other resources available that you can find some free resources available online uh, that you can find online on at our website at meninthearena.org also. Um, and also too, you can just get in touch with me or Jim and uh, we can we can talk to you and uh, discuss things on what works great. Uh, you see back there behind you, uh, Jim's got some books uh, back behind Jim there. He's got some books there too that are uh, that he's written and those are good. That Guts and Manhood book is a is a really good book that just came out on Audible. Uh, Thank you. You can, you can get that on Audible now, and uh, if you want to, you listen. I know I like to I like to listen to a lot of books through my through my iPhone myself, and uh, or and, and those are available also to you. Uh, you see that that field guide back there behind him too. That's a that's a it's a, it's good to keep in the bathroom to read in the bathroom and good to read uh, whenever keep a copy of it close by because uh, there's a lot of good devotionals and daily devotionals in there for you. That Strong Men Dangerous Times book that's back behind him also is really that's a, that's an outstanding book. I was trying to find my copy. I usually keep it right here. You know on my that, head. and that just came out on Audible too. Yeah, that's on Audible also. We've got so, a group in California doing that book as their small group. They've got 30 guys a week. So, but you know what? So tell us about, so, so I'm going, okay, Jay, that's great. There's a lot of resources, but man, I feel lonely. Uh, do you guys have a gathering where we can, where team members get together and, or team leaders get together and, and kind of support each other? So once a month also too, if you, if you are a leader of a team or a leader of a small group and you just want to get together with a bunch of other guys that are small group leaders. Uh, we have an online gathering this, uh, that we do every month. It's the first Tuesday of the first Tuesday. It's been the third Tuesday, third Tuesday. I'm sorry. The third Tuesday. That's all right. <laughs> we're taking the summer off. Uh, so we're not meeting during the summer, but we'll start back up again in August. And, uh, it, it'll be the third Tuesday in August. Uh, I have to remember for me it's seven thirty central time, but for Jim it would be at five thirty Pacific time. And uh so, so we uh we get on there and it's a bunch of guys that, that also lead online virtual groups and they also lead groups at their church, you know, yeah. or or at their house. I, you see me sitting here in this room. I you I for years led a small group right here in this room. And all my guys call it the upper room because this is a room that's over my garage. And uh, but wherever you lead a small group of men, maybe you meet at a at a cafe for breakfast on once a week or something. I don't know. But but anyway, this is a group where you can log on. And if you have questions and this is just a time of encouragement for you. So we can give you some training also. And we we do that group uh, online on Zoom. If you're interested in that. You can send me an email at j at meninthearena.org, or you can go to the website and request it also from the uh, info from the info link, and uh, we'll we'll make sure you get 
get on the mailing list and we'll send you uh, information on how to how you can log on to that. But it's just a great time. We've got guys from all over that will lead training every every month on there. Jim gives a good encouraging word every month. And uh, we just that, that's kind of what it is. It's just a time for uh, us as leaders, as men's ministry leaders, to get together. Maybe you're a men's minister at your church and you're just like, man, I, I, I don't know what, I don't know where they're going. I don't know where, uh, you know, I don't know where, why they're not showing up for things. Maybe you can get some advice there. You know what we're, if, if this gathering, it's a good time of fellowship. So you can kick questions around also. And uh, so it, it's going, it's a good time for you to do that. Yeah. And we start, we start at the half hour. We end on the half or half hour. So we go one hour straight, exactly one hour. We have a, a time of small groups where guys can break out into random small groups. Uh, it's just a great time to get support. And listen, I would also say if you are a if you are running a small group for men, talking about small group for men, don't care what organizational materials you're using. If you're a small group leader for men and you want support, make sure you get on that Zoom call with us. We'll give you the link and we'll, and we'll also add you to our Telegram thread. It's a it's a thread uh, where guys just have daily conversations uh, going on 24-7 with all of our small group leaders. Another place you can ask questions, you can find encouragement. And so guys, we're here to support you. Jay's job is to support you and to be a part of that. So this is some, we have some great resources for you. And I guess, Jay, I'm not worried if they're using somebody else's organization materials because eventually, guess what they're going to do? They're going to use ours. We're going to yeah. we're gonna come into the rotation eventually. So it's all good to go, man. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're using this first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, that's the number one resource. And actually, we have that by we have another. Uh, we we actually sell a Bible that we have stamped uh, with our with our logo on it that I, I'm really really excited about. And so uh, yeah, that's really cool. So well, hey Jay, this is good stuff, man. I'm excited about this. So if a guy and we have launch steps for guys, if a guy wants to start a team, you'll walk them right through the whole process. Is there anything else? that these guys need to know about what you're doing? No, I think that's about it. I, I, what you need to know, though, is, is this, is that if you if you do call us and you want help, you need to know you're, you're going to have a bunch of guys that are praying for you, that are lifting you up in your ministry that you're wanting to start. If you're just try, if you've just got questions, I think God's calling me to do this. I, I'll tell you what, guy, if you think he's calling you to do it, he probably is. Yeah, he's already called you. <laughs> so, so you need some guys that will encourage you and uh that have been doing this for a little while and uh and and man i i just think it's great the the the, the thing that god's doing for you guys that are watching this now and you're thinking about it i i want to tell you i'm thankful that god is blessing you right now and making you think about doing things like this because it's important that we work with god's men because uh because I, i'll tell you when 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 god when when men move toward god god moves on his on his church he mm. moves on his people and it's important that we pay attention to that and that we answer that call when God calls us. Well, I'm excited for the days to come, Jay. And I know you're all the way out in Alabama and I'm over here in Oregon, but you know, God is doing a special work and I don't know who he's going to bring us next, but I had this revelation the other day. I was like, God, you just always bring the right person at the right time. And that person's not always a dude. We've got some phenomenal women working for this ministry that, uh, that God has just randomly sent to us. And we're just really excited about what God is doing. And so, so again, Jay, I know you've mentioned a couple of times, but how can these guys get a hold of you? What's the best way to reach you? Okay, the best ways to the best way to reach me is J at menofthearena.org. And I'm gonna do this one time, this podcast, and everybody thinks I'm crazy when I do it. But I'm I'm gonna uh 
I'm going to give you my phone number too. Three, oh, three, yeah. Four. I do think you're crazy. You should, you should. Three, three, four, three, zero, three, nine, one, six, four. Oh man. Just send him a bunch of emojis. Like little <laughs> no, heart, glowing heart that. kisses or emojis, I, man. I can block your. I can block your number. You got to learn a lesson. Hey, so so guys, what's next? What are we gonna do with this episode today? And here's my challenge for you today, guys. I want you to find a buddy, and I want you guys to commit together, lock arms, and I want you to go to our website, menarena.org, and click the join our program button and sign up for a team this fall. We have several team options, many team options that are virtual. Uh, that you can get on based on time zones or you, that same bro that you want to lock arms with. How about you guys start a team this fall? Reach out to Jay at jay at menandarena.org or you can hit our general email at info at menandarena.org and we'll send you to Jay and you guys can start a team in your program. We'll give you all the support you need and we'll be cheering you on in the corner. Jay, so much. thanks so much, bro, for coming on. It's always good to see you. Sure appreciate you guys. Hey, guys, I want to end this with our man law. Our man laws are supplied by you, our heroes. When we use your man law, we want to send you something just to say thanks. This is man law number 19. Uh, these are all found in my free online book, Man Laws, 101 Ways to Get Your, 101 ways to get your Man Card Revoked and Rules to Live By. So here's the rule. Never dismiss yourself from the table to go to the restroom at the same time as your buddy. <laughs> oh man and the rule to live by here guys is this always have your friends back until next time feel the wet sand on the arena floor hear the deafening roar of the crowd taste the sweetness of victory smell the stench of battle get in the game get dirty grind it out and be a man what type of dad are you guys in my 35 years of ministry i've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories and in those categories there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad we just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking head on over to menarena.org join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.